0: Hey it's Murphy Houston. We are back with Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday morning everybody. We appreciate you listening each and every Sunday here to Mile High Magazine and joining me now is my good friend Craig Burleson who's the CEO of Inner City Health. Craig, how you doing? I'm doing well,
1: Murphy. It's great to connect with you again. Thank you so much for this time.
0: Well, it's uh, my pleasure to get you guys back on, because I love inner city health, and we've had some fun raising some money down there. And I think we've got more times coming up. But for those that don't know, even though you've been around for what, I think 30 years, inner city health, haven't you?
1: Longer, since 1983.
0: Oh my gosh, that's a long time. And those that don't know, what is inner city health center?
1: Well, we're a private nonprofit health care provider. We have a wonderful complement of services, uh, adult, medical, and dental. Uh, we also have, I mean, for the whole family, all ages. We serve all ages, so prenatal, pediatric, mental and behavioral health services for all ages as well. So a full complement of primary comprehensive health care.
0: Yeah, you cover everything for sure, and you do a great job. And, and who does it serve, basically?
1: Well, we serve just about anyone who walks through our doors, Murphy. (laughs) People are surprised that we have two locations, our York Street location in the heart of Denver, and then we added a satellite in Wheat Ridge, uh, 6301 West 38th Avenue, Wheat Ridge-Henley Health Clinic. Uh, So we are broadening our horizons and our reach, and so we're grateful. But people come from all over. People are surprised at how far they come to us, so the entire metropolitan Denver area.
0: Do you cover people from around the state of Colorado? Can they come for the help you offer?
1: Certainly, if it's convenient for them to get to us. Uh, Now, uh, so, uh, again, the seven counties are a principal drawing point. And uh, so, yes, anybody uh, who seeks our care, we can help them, and we will.
0: Well, for sure. And, And people want to know, of course, there are some charges, but sometimes there's not charges. Do I have that right, Craig?
1: Well, we're not a free clinic. Everybody pays something. Now yeah. it may be extremely modest so that it may not, we try to make it feel like it's uh, little or nothing, but we do have discounted services, take Medicaid, Medicare, uh, some uh, commercial insurances, uh, United Healthcare, Humana. Uh, so, yes, we have a full complement of, uh, we take a full complement of coverages.
0: Well, and that's a good thing and, to do.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, and, uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to throw up, but for the person that you're talking about that may be uninsured, and that's really who we're targeting, is the uninsured or the underinsured. They may have insurance, but the cost of premiums, uh, can be or deductibles can be so high that they can readily access it those are the individuals that we are here to serve and we will charge them on a slightly fee scale basis uh, according to their income and the number of people in their household
0: and who makes that determination you have people right there on staff that work uh, with the financial end of this
1: Exactly. In fact, we have an enrollment specialist. We will uh, take the individual's information, and if we find that they qualify for some benefit, then we'll plug them right into that benefit right here. Uh, and if not, then we can, uh, again, offer discounted care, uh, depending on what their, their need may be.
0: And you don't really say no to anybody. I've been down there. You don't say no to anybody.
1: Well, we really try not to say no to anyone. Uh, it is a rare situation or a circumstance. In fact, the only time that we should say no, and we really try not to even use those words, is if we're so busy that we cannot see them as quickly or as readily as we would like, and the appointment has to be scheduled so far out that it seems untenable, then we just say to the person, would you like to call us, or we can call you. Uh, Our message is that we want to help you. We may not be able to do it as quickly as we'd like to, but we want to and given every opportunity, we will. And that's been our mission, our message for 38 years.
0: And do you have emergency facilities? What if somebody calls and said they've got an emergency situation? Do they get automatic health? Even though you're so busy, how do you handle that?
1: No, we aren't an emergent clinic, so we cannot, I mean, depends on what the emergency is. Now, if it's more urgent care, then we can, uh, in large measure, handle those. But if it's a true emergency, then they would have to go to the emergency room. We are not equipped to handle emergency.
0: And you tell them that right away. Go to the go to the emergency yes. room. We would
1: tell them right away. There will be a triage conducted. Uh, via the phone and we'll take an assessment. And if we determine that it's not something or more than we could, uh, uh, can or handle, we will refer them to the ER.
0: That's a, that's a good thing. But what's nice about the services that you offer at the inner city health center, people may come in and not even know what kind of health care or what kind of help is out there for them. They don't even know and you find it for them if it's available.
1: We do our very best, you're right, because there's so much need and it's so vast and varied. And we're fortunate to have uh, developed strong rapport with multiple agencies throughout the uh, region, and it helps us to be able to point people in the right direction.
0: Well, let's talk about the services you offer. You mentioned some of the kind of services, but what kind of people are handling that? Talk about the medical professionals you work with.
1: Okay, we have doctors and nurses, um, uh, mid-levels, nurse practitioners, physician's assistants, medical assistants in our um, Medical clinic. Again, pediatricians, uh, we have pediatrics at both our sites. Uh, we do prenatal care. Uh, so we have a robust offering of people medically and then dentally. Uh, there's an equal match in dental with the dentist and the hygienist and uh, the expanded duty dental assistants So again, we're equipped to serve. Uh, needs uh for oral health care now again there are specialty services that we don't provide but again through our network we can generally point people in the right direction the same is true with our mental behavioral health services which is expanding significantly there's a lot more that we can do with that uh, in terms of depression and trauma and those kinds of things assisting people with the emotional as well as the psychological needs that they may uh, encounter.
0: And I'll bet during the uh, COVID crisis, the pandemic, you've seen a lot bigger need. We hear that all the time about uh, the mental situation some people are going through, and you've probably seen an increase of people looking for help.
1: Yes, the anxiety, the stress levels, and sometimes it's not psychosomatic or anything like that. It's just uh, Uh, a tough day, you know, to live a life. Sometimes you just need somebody just to listen and hear you as you try to make it through the crisis of this day. Uh, So, yes, we're equipped to do that as well.
0: And how has, since we're on the topic, how has COVID affected you guys at Inner City Health?
1: Oh, Murphy, you know, like everyone, it has been devastating. Initially, it was uh, really uh, set us back, but I had to compliment the funding community and the individuals in our region. They have rallied around this pandemic and offered to organizations like Inner City Health Center exceptional support and encouragement. So we've actually been able to weather the storm pretty well. Now we're still in it, even though the light at the end of the tunnel, tunnel seems to get brighter, and we're extremely hopeful. We know that we're not quite done
0: yet. Yeah, no, it's give me a little more, don't you think? A little more time.
1: Yes, a little more time. Yes, sir.
0: And and the thing that's helping with that is the vaccination. And there's a lot of movement to do the vaccination to fight the COVID. Are you guys doing that at InterCity Health? Yes, we are. Uh, uh,
1: virtually every weekend, we're doing vaccine clinics right here on site, first and second doses. Uh, we are also uh, looking forward to having our own independent supply of vaccine in the days to come, where we will be able to offer them more frequently uh, and with greater flexibility. But right now we're partnering with uh, the state uh, CDPAC, and local schools in offering what they call pop-up clinics on the weekend on Saturdays. So that's been really uh, profoundly impactful, especially in terms of our ability to reach uh, targeted populations, communities that have a higher degree of hesitancy and resistance to receive the vaccine. We've done well in terms of being able to reach out and engage and encourage those communities to come in and get vaccinated.
0: And you know that uh, Greg, by the way, we were talking to Greg Burleson, the CEO of Inner City Health. Greg, why do you think there is such a hesitancy? It seemed to be we were really rolling along and people are getting the shots, and now all of a sudden people are going, eh, maybe not. What do you think's going on with that?
1: Well, I think there's always been a hesitancy there, Murphy. Some just uh it it, it came about so suddenly. Yeah. And uh all the resources and effort went um that made that went into making the vaccines available leave people a little uh disconcerted you know uh not trusting the process or the result, but I think we have enough history behind us now that we can show uh Uh, really quantitatively, that the vaccine's a good thing, it's a healthy thing, uh, it's a safe thing. And so I think that the reluctance is starting to come down. And so there's been this uncertainty. People are not sure. So they want to see how it it would go. So I think we have enough uh, time and experience now under our belt that we can demonstrate uh, pretty readily That this is a good thing and a welcome thing if people would allow themselves.
0: I I agree. I agree. And and as people start to see more people without a mask, and that's because you're getting your vaccine, I see signs, hey, don't worry about a mask if you've had your vaccine. You would think that would urge people to want to get that done so they can follow the crowd, don't you think?
1: We would hope so, yes. That would be our highest hope.
0: So let's talk about the stuff you do for veterans, because I know you do special stuff for them as well, don't you?
1: Yes, I'm glad you mentioned the veterans, because we see them as a, another special needs group. Uh, as much as they, uh, we talk about veterans, they still don't get the attention or the services at the level that they need. So we make an extra effort uh, to reach out to v- veterans. And uh, make services available to them, especially the hard to get, hard to access services like dental care for veterans. We uh, make a point to try to ensure that veterans who are in need of those services can receive them.
0: Well, how about you handle the veterans that are, and there's so many that are having problems with uh, PTSD, or the first responders that have the same? Do you work with that as well? Uh, yes, not to the same
1: level or degree, but uh, we just. Uh, would partner and uh, network with as many uh, caretakers as we can find to help the individuals get the, the range of services that are necessary, because you really do need wraparound care uh, for those kinds of services. Now, at our primary location at York Street, we're fortunate to be uh, share the site with the VA Community Resource Center, so we have a ready partner available that we can uh, engage if necessary uh, for expanded services that a veteran might need.
0: So let's talk about what kind of help do you need? You always need money,
1: right? Well, uh, that's the unfortunate or just the reality of life. Yeah, it's but a reality. Yes, uh, well, you got to keep the lights on and we got to keep people employed. And uh, as you know, things are getting increasingly expensive. Um, uh, wages are going up and so that makes it difficult for uh, businesses to, to, to keep and maintain quality help. So uh, yes, we uh, are always appreciative and of uh, support, whether it be from individuals, corporations, churches, or foundations. We, we desperately need uh, ongoing support.
0: And you can find that information on your website. Let's get that out there because there's so much good information about inner city health on your website. How do we find that?
1: Right. It's just www.innercityhealth.org. Pretty simple. Right. Uh, All one word, I-N-N-E-R-C-I-T-Y-H-E-A-L. T-H dot
0: org. And it talks about donations, how you can make donations right there on the website, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, you can make a donation right there online. It's pretty easy.
0: And, of course, you have the big fundraiser we do every year, and we're going to do it again this year. Maybe we'll be uh, not doing it virtually, huh?
1: No, we're looking forward to uh, bustling out uh, and having an in-person our jazz benefit concert. Jazz 2021 will be in person, and we're looking forward to having it this year at the pta event center on decatur street on uh, friday october 22nd so we want anyone and everyone uh to know that they're welcome to participate it will feature again hazel miller
0: so hazel miller and i think i'm going to be down there jumping up and down and singing with hazel
1: And that would be our greatest hope, our highest hope, is to have Murphy Houston back in-house again.
0: Well, we're going to be doing that because I love Hazel Miller and what you guys are doing, so we're going to have some fun with that. I got it on my calendar already, so we're going to be down there for sure. Well, listen, Craig Burleson, CEO of InterCity Health, thank you for all you're doing to help people out there that need the medical care, and we hope they'll take advantage of what you're offering and keep up the good work.
1: And thank you again, Murphy, for your support and your graciousness.
0: We are grateful to you and the station. Well, we appreciate that, too. We love helping you guys out. And you guys, too. Thank you for listening to Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you next week.